when we hear systems and automation and Facebook ads, like it, it's almost as if, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but a lot of people I've run into recently, it's like they want the result without doing the work. Right. And it's like, look, that's just not, if you, it's just not a reality. Like there's so much noise out there right now. And like, you need to start putting your bait out into the ocean and like attracting people. You're listening to the Catching Clients podcast, where the smartest minds from the world of professional services and marketing come and share the strategies that they use to consistently attract and catch their ideal big fish clients so you can learn to do the same. So grab your gear and join me, Adam King, the captain at Thing Like a Fish and creator of the client catching ecosystem, and let's go fishing. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. Now, this episode is actually part two of um, a conversation that uh, I had with Systemly founder Greg Hickman. So if you haven't listened to part one, then I suggest you go back and listen to um, that that episode because this might not make an awful lot of sense without it. What you're going to find in this episode is while we talk about some specific strategies for attracting and catching clients, we also discuss some of the things that are a little bit more personal. It's more about the... You know, just some of the struggles that we can go through as 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 business owners, and you know how how we deal with it, and the way that we can consider ourselves as, as a system, and how we can optimize ourselves in order to be able to optimize the growth of our business. So it's 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 an episode that really gets to the heart, I think, of some of the some of the struggles that we all go through as, as business owners and you know the, one of the big reasons for doing this podcast is to really share these type of stories and the realities of actually running a business because you could be struggling at the moment or going through a tough challenge and I think just hearing from other people in a similar situation or having been through similar you know sets of circumstances it can it can just lighten the load a bit and and, and show you that Everyone goes through challenges and everyone struggles at times, uh, whether it's with a business challenge itself or personal struggles that impact um, the business, all of those sorts of things. Really what this got me thinking about is, you know, all about the why, like why we are doing this, why we've decided to go along this journey and, and start on our own path, be captain of our own ship. And before you start sort of thinking, you know, here we go again, you know, another canned sort of vision statement or why thing or, or anything like that. Where's the where's the off switch? Don't worry. Look, I, I get it because I used to think the whole why thing was a load of ball too. Uh, you know, that a mission statement was something made up on corporate away days full of backslapping, team building activities nobody really wanted to do. That did little more, honestly, than giving the powers that be a bit of an ego boost. That's that's that was my experience, you know, uh, in, in my younger days. And then I started my own business because what's really happened in this process is I found more than a little humility that had previously been hidden by my youthful arrogance. Really, I started to see there's there's a real value in finding my why. And plus, a wise mentor um, told me once to uh, to watch Simon Sinek's TED talk. Start with why. And if you're one of the few people who haven't seen it, because it's been like viewed a billion times then you should look it up on uh, on youtube um and then what happened is i became a dad twice so now i really get it and today look i i think that there's really three parts to anyone's why you know 
One is why you choose to help and serve the people you do. Number two is why you choose to solve the problem the way that you do for those you so you you know you serve. And three, why you choose to do what you do for the people closest to you. And you know, really how that can help your fellow human being. Because there's really a word that's it's integral to all of that, and that's choose. You know, my why is my choice, just like your why is yours. No one can tell you it's right or wrong. And the only really the only way you can get it wrong is if you never ever make that choice in the first place, because then what you really become is just a victim of chance. But as you're here listening to this, I'm gonna assume that you've made a choice and you're you know, you've 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 made that choice to pursue the path that you want to you want to go after. Because really, you know, these are the choices I've made. I choose to help and serve professional service providers or those providing advice based on their experience or expertise because truly I think anyone who commits to building a business that provides a service and one that genuinely helps people is incredibly generous because I believe that every single person has a unique value, a unique skill set or a talent that, that can be literally transformational to others. Whether that's as a as a business owner, or a parent, a spouse, a, a friend, or a, or just a fellow human being, and because you have a very specific one, I guarantee it. Because you've worked, you know, you've almost certainly worked damn hard at it. You've got the qualifications. You've put in the hours. You've spent the money. You've invested in yourself and developing that talent and that skill set. And now you're an expert at what you do. And all of this is probably a big part of why you started your business in the first place, you know, to help others and, and be be rewarded for doing so. And I, I genuinely believe that you should be rewarded with, with, with whatever level of financial success you set yourself. And you know, I'm hoping that some of the, uh, the, the strategies that we talk about and the, the, the guest reveal on this podcast will help you do that because anyone that hasn't taken this leap to start a business based on your skills and expertise, They'll never truly understand just how brave and generous that is. Because you know, it's brave because there's no guarantee it will work. And it's generous. It's, to be honest, you could have just towed the line and worked for the man and you know, kept your value or your talent stifled by somebody else's rules and somebody else's vision. But you did something different and took a risk, which is why I love helping people like you. You know, The second part of that is you know, I, cho- I choose to solve the problem I solve because it's transformational for my clients. Sadly, it's not enough just to be brave and generous, and nor is it enough just to be great at what you do, especially when you have people out there who need you and your help. But you just you can't just sit around and wait for the perfect clients who need you know who need you to find you on their own. You have to attract them with a message that's built around them. You have to deliver that message through your marketing, and you have to do it consistently without working every waking hour. And that's why I love what Greg does on, and will cover on this podcast, because he has a way of helping you do just that. Because if you can't reach the people that, that actually need you, then you're going to be robbing them of the transformation that you, you can give them. And worse still, you're leaving the door open for a, you know, for a competitor who, can't, you know, who might not be able to help people in the way that you do, but they know how to market. And that means that they can go out there and eat your lunch, meaning the financial rewards that you set yourself become harder and harder to achieve, replaced instead by uncertainty, self-doubt and stress, which quite frankly sucks. So, you know, that's that's why what I do is, her, you know, I, I help build what, what I call the client catching ecosystem that attracts ideal clients through messaging that puts puts them and their needs first. Um 
and it, it means that I get to help my ideal clients do do more of what they love so they can transform more lives. And what you'll see and, and, and have heard through this conversation as well over these two episodes with Greg, that's what he focuses on too. So, you know, it doesn't really matter who you end up sort of following or listening to or or, or bringing on board as a, as a coach or a mentor or, or someone to help you with with your business. It's about getting that help in the first place. And, you know, making sure that you're looking, you know, as, as Greg says, you know, putting your mask on first before helping others. And, you know, lastly, before we go back to the conversation with Greg, I'll just sort you know, the third piece of my choosing of my why is, you know, why, you know, by choosing to do this, I get to... I get to help potentially millions of people through, you know, what what I term as the exponential network effect, because really by helping a smaller number of businesses leverage, you know, systems to catch more clients and ultimately help improve their clients' lives as well as my clients' lives. You know, not only do I help them get what they want, you know, all right, my ego lets a bit of a boost and, you know, come on, we've all got one, <laughs> just being honest, uh, but... But that boost comes from knowing that I had a small part in improving the lives of everyone this impacts. You know, my clients, their family, their clients, their family, community, and it goes on and on and on. And yeah, obviously there's the benefit of paying my bills and providing a good life, you know, for myself and my own family. And but uh, the way I see that, it's it's simply a byproduct of focusing on getting, you know, helping other people, uh, you know, my clients get what, what get what they want first. Um. But yeah, what's what's most important to me of all and is now at the core of my why is that ultimately I set an example to my two daughters as they grow up and they start to make their own, you know, their own way and their own choices in the world. You know, I I look at what I'm doing now as showing them that, you know, with demonstration, you know, that, that, that when you help others get what they want, you can achieve anything. Because it's not really about marketing, business, making money, systems, anything like that. I think this business that we're all in, it's about people and being human. And it, and if we all focus simply on helping one person at a time like this, I, you know, I really do think that we'd be, we'd be living in a much kinder world. And that's, that's the kind of world I want my girls growing up in. I guess one fish at a time though, right? Anyway, that's, that's, that's enough of me rambling on. I, it was just that this conversation I had with Greg set me off thinking on, on, on that sort of path. And and I wanted to share that and I wanted to share that because I think it's 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 so important. So maybe that'll help sort of, you know, you, you think about your whys and, and why you're doing it and and maybe inspire you a little bit to think about you know, the reasons you're doing what you're doing, because all of the kind of things that we talk about, um, you know, certainly in this conversation um, with Greg around the systems and the processes and all that kind of thing, it it really doesn't matter. Because if you don't have that why that's that's driving everything, when it breaks, when your system breaks, when something goes wrong, it's going to be so much harder to, you know, to, to carry on and to push through it and persevere. Because that's what this takes: being in business, being a business owner, being the captain of your own chi- your own ship. That's what it takes. It takes perseverance and it takes something that is bigger than yourself and a reason that is bigger than yourself to keep going so that's enough from me rambling on um maybe that's been useful maybe that hasn't and you've been thinking right adam shut up um i want to hear what greg's got to say so if that's what you've been thinking 
I won't leave you. Uh, I won't leave you hanging anymore. So let's get back to my conversation with uh, Systemly founder Greg Hickman. There's two other things that I want to sort of ask you about. Yeah. Um, one we'll come on to in a minute, which is a bit more of a probably more of a tactical sort of thing of you know how how you you know what's the best way of of attracting and catching clients. But yeah. the one thing, and then it, it it's it's more along the lines of of this is. What I what I know about you is that you spend quite a lot of time almost systemizing yourself. Yeah. So how do you do that? Because you've just held up the journal, but that's what I think is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm no by no means an expert, <laughs> uh, but I think it's you know back to the the one step at a time. Like, what's one thing I could you know do today to to get me closer to the goal? Um, you have and, a way of being, you know, the, uh, you know, something you do every, every day, every morning. Habit. Yeah. There's, there's tons of stuff. I can go through a little bit of that, but like, I mean, I think a key part of that and again, honest, like full transparency is like for a little while, like the last six months I've felt a little, um, well, I'll say like the last few months have been really clear, but like six months prior, uh, it was, I kind of felt a little lost a little bit, like, um, you know, I've invested in a lot of other training coaches, consultants myself. Uh, and I think in today's world, it's very easy to become victim to just like consuming, 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 uh, which I was definitely guilty of, which what I think subconsciously it's like put me in a position where I was like, I'm judging myself against what everybody else is doing, whether I know it or not. And that was causing me to, hesitate on taking each step forward. Right. And it's like, the only way I'm going to make progress is just one step at a time. But like, every time I pick my foot up off the ground, I'm like, I like freeze. And I'm like looking around, like almost like seeking validation from other people to make sure that should I step here? Like, is this the right step? And that, and that can become dangerous. And I got caught in that. Um, and so my point being like, in order to systemize and optimize yourself, it's really difficult when you don't know where you're going, right? Like, because then you don't know what to systemize and optimize for, right? Um, like, like I'm still trying to figure out, like, I know I want to, like the business that we're building, like can be and will be like a multi-million dollar business, but like, do I want to go over 10? with this style of business. Like I don't necessarily know. Um, like, and so, but that's like, I have enough clarity where it's like, okay, like this is what I want my life to look like. Th these are the experiences that I want to be able to go on with my family, the things that I want to be able to do. Uh, so what, well, what do I need to start doing to get there? And, um, one of the things that I've been, you know, morning routine is super key. Like, outside of when I just came back from travel and it's completely in disarray. Um, my mornings look fairly the same. Um, I journal every morning. I meditate. I do something to sweat in the morning. Um, I am writing a note to my wife. I'm leaving a note for my son, um, you know, planning the day. Like there's things that like uh, I'm doing for myself aligned with the business, my health, uh, my mindset, like those are things that I'm kind of covering. So like, again, back to, you got to put your mask on first. You know, you said earlier, it's like, look, if I'm not healthy, like 
how am I supposed to run this business, let alone run my own life, let alone help my family survive, mm. right? Like, so like, I got to take care of myself. Like, I got to watch what I'm eating. Like, I pay attention to like, I'm not like counting, I don't count any of that stuff. But like, I eat healthy, I work out consistently, I push myself towards specific physical goals, right? Um, you know, dating your wife, like something I'm constantly trying to get better at, you know, you have now two kids, I have a two year old, like, that has added a, a, an obstacle in dating my wife, right? Yeah. And like, like, in order for us to have like a thriving family, like, I need to have a system in place where like, we're set up to have date night every week without our kid, right? So that we can, we can still have our relationship. So, um, yeah, if, you, can, if you've got a, a system to, uh, you know, systemize, you know, your kids and all the other stuff, <laughs> yeah. park system, systemly, because that yeah. you, you know, it, it doesn't exist, does it? I think that's half the challenge. And that's yeah. the thing with a lot of this that, you know, we think we want to systemize something and we want it to be predictable, but life by its nature is not predictable. Right. Put these things in place that kind of, you know, they're like the... Uh, the rails on a on a bowling alley, right? Yeah, yeah. The bumper, the bumper, the bumpers. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you know. But you still got to throw the ball down. Yeah. It's, again, like, and with the bumpers analogy is like you're trying to hit the balls down, like, and you can see the or the pins, like you can see the pins, like they're in front of you, like the ball just needs to go in that direction. It can bounce a hundred times. It can bounce two. Like as long as it gets down there. Like we know where we're going. Right. And so I think back to the point, like, where do you want to go? Um, one of the things that I recently started doing, this is like four months in, um, I learned it from, uh, well through Russ Perry actually, but it's from another person called, uh, Garrett, Garrett, uh, Garrett white, uh, wake up warrior is this big men's movement, men, married men, business, businessmen. Um, and they focus on this thing called the core four which has kind of become my morning routine. And the core four is body, being, balance, and business. And like doing them in that order every single day, they've gamified it. And there's a whole system behind that, that they have that I, I follow now. Um, but it's like body, like sweat every, and it's super simple, which is why I love it. It's like sweat every day. Okay. Do whatever, whatever you might do five push-ups and sweat. It might take me a hundred just sweat. I don't care how you sweat, sweat. Like one, uh, have a green smoothie, like fuel, like, so fitness and fuel is body. And so like, basically it's like, make sure you're putting in good fuel into your body every day. So have a green smoothie every day. Um, then, uh, that's body being is, um, meditate. There's no wrong way to meditate. Everybody just meditate, <laughs> just meditate. Uh, the only wrong meditation is no meditation, right? So, uh, I do at least 10 to 20 minutes a day. Um, I'm actually going to do it right after this. Uh, and then typically I do it before, um, then memoirs. So like journal, like just write, whether you use five minute journal, any one of the many journals that are out there, or just open freehand journal, like ask yourself some questions. I like asking myself, where do I want to be? Uh, where do I want to be? Where am I now? And who do I need to become to get there? Like I answer those three questions a lot. So it doesn't need to be like a unique thing every time. Yeah. Then balance is, um, your partner. So your husband or wife, um, 
and then posterity, your children, like making daily deposits into those relationships of love, honor, gratitude. So literally, here's my sticky note to my wife that I leave (laughs) on our bathroom mirror every morning that I will go put on the mirror after this. That's my daily deposit of my gratitude to my wife. And then I do something for my son. And then business is what's learn one thing new every day, discover something new every day, and then declare it, like teach it to somebody. Because as many of us have heard, the only way to like solidify in our brain, the things that we have learned is to teach them to somebody else. And so like, I'm sharing stuff with you and your audience today. Like I could say, Hey, this is my declaration. Like my declaration is me educating your audience today. Um, so I, I check that off as, you know, I've, I've declared today. And like, so there's really like eight things that I'm doing as a part of my like morning routine that like I want to have done before like 9am typically. Mm. Um, you know, I'd still do the, the weekly planning and like mm. the daily, you know, I got my daily checklists, you know, what I'm going to tackle this week. Um, so having like, again, but that's like, if you have a goal and mm. you know what you need to like figure out what you need to do to get there, you start making the action items and you start checking them off. Hey, it's Adam here with a quick interlude, just to say that I really hope you're enjoying this episode of the Client Catching Podcast. And if you are, great. I really appreciate a five-star review and just a comment on where you're listening from and what you're getting out of the podcast. Now, you could drop that over on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to your podcast today. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the updates as they come out. And if you want to engage with other business owners that are enjoying this podcast, then you can join the Catching Clients private community. It's our private Facebook group where smart business owners learn how to get more predictability, more profit and more leverage. So head over to facebook.com slash group slash catching clients and join today. And lastly, if you wanna see how you can build your own client catching ecosystem, then you can watch my new free on-demand masterclass training called Less Selling More Clients. Um, you can do that if you go to thinklikeafish.co slash pc dash less dash selling. You'll get the roadmap to systemizing and scaling your firm that will increase your influence, uh, consistently get you in front of ideal prospects, automatically follow up with your leads while growing your network and pipeline so you can add four to 12 of the right clients each month. And that's all without spending a penny on advertising or adding more hours to your week. So again, I really hope you're enjoying the, uh, the, the content here today. I'd love to see you in our community and I can't wait to help you catch more clients. So now back to the show. To your point is like, if I didn't or- structure my morning a certain way to be able to do those things, then it probably wouldn't happen, right? Like the, I wouldn't be able to do some of those things if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. Because if I woke up at 7 a.m., that's when my son's waking up. So like, I can't do, like, I want to have some of those things done, you know, beforehand. So yeah, you have to make Greg, sacrifices. If it's only 7am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just arbitrary times, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, I think the point is like, it's like, for me, it's a con it's been a constant discovery of like, what do I want and what do I need to do to get there? And like, how do I just keep taking one step forward every day, you know? Um, and I think that's a big part of it as well, because with any system, you don't just set it up and let it go. It needs maintenance. It needs some yeah. of the parts replacing. It needs, you know, you know, maybe something new comes along that you can put into it and all that kind of thing. So yeah. there's, there's always an evolution of a system. 
Right. And I think what you've sort of you know covered there is like if you're looking at a system, because the world is a system, everything is a system, and it's kind of like which, you know, what uh, who is it? Well, a podcast I've been personality hacker. They they talk about system mm-hmm. thinking, having nodes within systems. You know, you are one individual node in a much bigger system that you yeah have no idea about. Yeah. It's, it's you as an individual, but then you as your business, your business is a system or a mm-hmm. node in the system. So what are the components of that system? How do you, you know, how do you work that system and how do you have that node affect, you know, and I'm going to butcher the analogy, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, impact you, which also is part of a, your, your family system and your community system and the, the, your clients and, and that, you know, it's, there's, there's such an impact that can go out. And unless you sort of focus on, you know, how do I optimize this part of, of it? Can you honestly say that you can grow yourself and at the same time deliver the value that you set up your business to, to, to do in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like it's, you know, the inputs, outputs, um, something might come along that allows you to input something new and the output now happens faster. Right. And so, you know, and like, those are just things that you would learn over time. Um, but yeah, I, like, I, I think it's like, even like listening to it. I'm like, first of all, people, there's some people that are listening and they're like, these guys are really geeking out right now. Um, but the, like, when I hear the word system, sometimes I'm like, oh, like, is that just like a, like a blurry word to some people? Like when I think of system, like systems are made up of people, process, technology, like those all make up a system. Like, I don't want anyone listening to think that like when we're talking about systems, that it's like this automatic robot that happens without you, right? Because people power and are a part of systems. Um, and so is structure, right? And I think to bring it all back to, you know, we talked about productization, it's tough to put the right people in the right place, use the right technology, um, have the right process when the incoming request to you as a service provider is unique every single time. Like you're never doing the same thing frequently enough to find any sort of efficiency. And that's where you're having to recreate a system every single time. Yeah. It's a new unique system every time that doesn't get repurposed. Right. And that's where you start. That's why you're feeling like, like you're just kind of on a hamster wheel. Right. Mm So 100% it's like, you have to simplify, you have to simplify in order to have a system really fully function. Mm. So sort of, sort of coming to sort of the end of this and, and and I do want to ask you around your you know your 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 sort of way of 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 using some of these systems to attract clients to your business yeah. and ultimately close them. I mean would if you had to start again, go right back to the start, what's the one strategy that you would focus on in order to do that? For attracting clients? And ultimately then coming on board as as clients. Um strategy or a, or a way of, of doing it. And it could be, you know, literally networking. It could be, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd probably be very similar to how I originally started, which, you know, um, I think the reality, especially today is that 
conversions happen in conversations, right? And so um, once I, the first things like assuming we know who we want to serve and what we're problem we're solving, I would have as many conversations as I can, right? And I would ask for those conversations. Um, I would go out to people that I already knew if I knew that they were my ideal client or ask if they knew someone that I could talk to. And I would want to have as many conversations as possible um, to really make sure that I was clear on like, is this a problem that people are willing to pay for? And then I would start selling it and then delivering it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it meant the first five or 10, I was doing something different for each 10, like, because that's going to help me figure out what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Um, and then from there I'll start simplifying. Right. Um, so a lot, it would be a lot of outbound leveraging existing connections, friends, family, you know, very quickly though, the two, the things that people want to hear are, which I would still do is one, I would set up an application for people to work with me, um, where they have to fill out a couple questions so I can learn about them. And I would have a couple strategic pieces of content within that process that are helping prime them for our conversation um, to both weed out the wrong people and kind of get the the right people excited. Um, But very simply, a consultation funnel, so to speak, or an application funnel, whatever you want to call it. Answer a couple questions, get on my calendar, watch this video, let's talk. Like I'd build that. And then I would want to be doing everything to just drive people into that. I'd still continue doing my conversations. Um, Oh, hey, like it sounds like we might, you know, there might be an opportunity for us to work together. Like, hey, quick, uh, here's a link to my, uh, to to a form, pick a time that works for you. We'll, we'll chat. We'll see if we can help. So you'd be doing that in, you know, social groups, uh, social groups in person, person. Yeah. And, And only once you've got that sort of dialed and sort of, you know, your offer is going to, you know, work, you know, you've got the right problem yeah. to the right person. That's when you can think about adding some of the other things that, you know, everyone is trying to promote every Facebook ad agency is trying to. Promote. Yeah. Like while I'm doing those things, like as I'm getting some of that clarity, um, honestly, I'd probably be starting something like your podcast, right? Like I'd be doing a podcast or I'd be doing a weekly video. I'd be producing some sort of content demonstrating my expertise, adding value, answering people's questions, because that's the attraction piece, right? So like everything up until the application that I just mentioned has been like, Hey, I'm going to to leverage connections and have conversations. And it's a lot of manual outbound work, right? But if I can record an episode, put it out into the world, even organically, like and or get, use some of that effort to promote it, right? Post it on my LinkedIn, post it wherever, like you're going to start to get people that are listening. And if they're interested and they want to schedule, like now, now that's a piece, mm. that's an asset, your content machine. I'd start building the content machine. Mm. Like, are you going to be doing podcasts? Are you going to be doing video? Are you going to be, you know, doing articles, blog posts, whatever, like don't do all of them at once. <laughs> like, pick the one that you like the most and like just become a production machine um, because that's going to be the, 
you know, in your, I guess not to butcher your, your, whole, your whole analogy, but like, that's the bait, right? Like we're throwing the bait out into the, into the water. And when someone says, Hey, like, I just watched your video. Like I just got, uh, came home from vacation. Someone's like literally wrote this really long message to me on Facebook. I've been watching all your videos. Like I'm in Australia and like you've just, just from your videos alone, you've helped me simplify my business and we've gotten up to 50 K a month. Like I want to learn more about what it's like to work with you. Yeah. Never met this person before in my entire life. They've been watching the videos that I've been putting out there mm-hmm. and they nibbled on the bait and now I'm in a conversation. So like back to conversions happen in conversations. Well, your content that you're creating should be inviting people into conversations, right? Like uh, my former coach Taki, like he talks about like, you know, in sales, they talk about always be closing, right? Mm -hmm. In marketing, it's now it's always be opening, like always be opening the conversation, like give people a reason to start a conversation. So ask questions. Like if you follow me, you notice that I ask a ton of questions on social. I want people to respond. We're in a conversation now. Like we invite people a lot within emails. Like, Hey, like, do you want help with this? Let me know. Like, mm-hmm. like very specifically, like asking for conversations. So, um, and that's a key thing because I think, uh, and, and I found it uh, and I'm and what you're covering there is what a lot of people actually forget to do is just simply ask. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, you know, everyone's told that they need to create content. They need to put things out, but what they often do leave out is at the end, if you want some help with this, yeah, here's a link or something like that, because right. maybe it feels like, Oh, well maybe I'm being too pushy. It's like, well, no, you've just given a heck of a lot of value. Yeah you know you're good at what you do because you've just shown it. Yeah. So give someone that opportunity to actually experience more of you. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that. you know, it's, it's one of those things that you know, it, 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 just by doing that, if you go onto every piece of content that you've ever created and put a question that asks someone to get in a conversation with you, yeah, that's probably worth a lot of money to, to anyone that's sort of got stuff out there. Yeah, um, I think... I think kind of this, this probably sounds obvious, but, and I'm guilty of this too. So like me saying this is more of a reminder to myself than it is like, Hey, everybody listen. Um, but Hey, everybody listen. Um, <laughs> everything that we just talked about, like having those conversations, right? Like, uh, creating the content, like what I'm, what I feel, feel I run into a lot recently from people that I'm speaking with is that like, Oh, well like, wait, you want me to like produce content that adds value every week? I'm like, yeah. Like, well, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, and I think when we hear systems and automation and Facebook ads, like, it, it's almost as if, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but a lot of people I've run into recently, it's like they want the result without doing the work. Right. And it's like, look, that's just not like, if you, it's just not a reality. Like there's so much noise out there right now. And like, you need to start putting your bait out into the ocean and like attracting people. Right. Because we all know that you're going to get burnt out manually doing everything. Right. But like, you like you still need to put manual effort and energy and do the effing work every single day and show up 
or else these systems aren't going to work for you. Right. Like me showing up to create content, like you're showing up to record these episodes. Like that's one step that then, Hey, now the audio is done. It goes into the production, you know, flow and the system can now go, but like you still need to record all of these pieces of content. Right. Like, and line up the interviews and then like, there's other, like, this is the beginning of the machine. Right. And now the machine goes out, distributes the content and people see it. Some people are going to bite on it and they're going to come in and you're going to have a conversation. Some of those, some of those people are going to convert. And then it just turns into a numbers game. Like, are you showing up consistently enough in front of a large enough audience Absolutely. To, to get the number of people to the number of conversations that you need to have. Right. And so one of my big challenges was doing that consistently because I was trying to do it in a meeting. It's everybody's challenge. It didn't suit me. Whereas yeah. this, I just have conversations. I have interesting conversations with people with great stories and something to share that is going to be of value. And that's all I now focus on really. I'll yeah. do the video here and there and, you know, just to you know try and get over my, my own sort of phobia in front of a camera. It's, you know, it's yeah. still there. It's, it's quite a real thing, but yeah. doing this, I found that for me, it is the best way to make sure I'm doing it consistently and I can use it in different ways and all that sort of thing. And, and I think that's what everyone out there is probably worth really considering. What do you actually like doing? Because yeah, it's not really a question of like, should I do content? It's, it's like, no, it is, it is imperative. Otherwise, you're just a commodity. You are the same as everybody else out there that hangs their sign on the door and says, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm an agency, I'm a tax accountant, I'm a financial advisor. You're exactly the same. The yep. only way you can actually show how you're different is by demonstrating the expertise that you have because your expertise is unique. That is the one thing that nobody yeah. can compete with. It's just be you, right? Like, I mean, do you, be you, do what works. And, you know, uh, another quote, I don't know if it came from him, but I heard it from him. Uh, my coach, Taki, um, he, he basically said, and, and this, I think this applies to services too, but, you know, people don't, people don't buy coaching. They buy coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of people that teach exactly what I teach, Right do, are we different? 100%, but like there's, there's going to be, and we've had it people that talk to us and other people like us and they come to us because they like and resonate with me and my story and my personality and my, you know, my style. And there's people that we don't come to us and go to somebody else because they like their style. Right. And that's like, there's something about uh, what you used to get told when you were, uh, you you know, you were a young whippersnapper and you're just going out into the world, you know, trying to court the, the opposite sex. And you were yeah. told to be yourself. And what did you go and do? You tried to be someone else. And it exactly. Never, um, you know, it's the same. I think, we're, you know, it, it's, it's another, you know, it's a fundamental principle that, that, that never really changes. And, you know, whether you're, you know, trying to find a partner or, or a, you know, a client. Because ultimately, yeah. it's really just, a, you know, it's a partner because you are partnering, offering them value. And, you know. They, you should get as much back from your clients as well, because I learn from clients every single day. Um, yeah. I think I love working with them. Yeah. And I think the, the one last thing that I want to say on this is like, um, you know, it's, I think the biggest fear that comes across, especially for those listening that maybe have been working with a wide variety of clients and maybe offering a wide variety of services, like the thing that will go through your head if it hasn't already is, 
Well, by doing offering less and only serving a smaller number of a smaller type of client or a more specific type of client, that feels less scalable to me. Um, like the pond has now gotten smaller, right? Um, and that's that's natural, I, I think. Um, but like, give it a shot because in most cases, unless you have like a really obscure market and, or you've niched down too far, um, by serving one type of avatar with one solution, solving that one problem, like you, you will grow faster than you've ever experienced before. Uh, because the, the amount of clarity and focus on everything you do is all put towards one area, right? Like you don't need to go market to three different types of people. You need to market towards one. And guess what? After doing that for a little bit, you're going to get really good at talking to that person and knowing that person so that when they hear you on your podcast or your video or whatever, they're going to be listening and be like, man, they get me. Like they're in my head. And like, that's what you want, right? On this flip side, when you deliver the same thing over and over and over again, you're going to realize you can deliver it faster, more efficiently, with less headache, with less cost, right? And get your clients the exact same result. And now you're more efficient. Oh, and now you can do it without you. So like, because you're focused on delivering the same thing over and over and over again, like you'll get better at it. And that's where, that's where the growth is going to happen. There's plenty of fish out there. Again, unless you narrow down too far, which most people don't, most people are still too broad, like come down a couple levels in who you serve and what you serve them with. Uh, and you will see that you are way more, way more scalable. And you'll be happier. You'll just be happier. Yeah. Be the brain surgeon, not the general practitioner or, you know, using my own analogy, it's like stop taking your boat out onto the ocean and hoping you find some fish because that's a bloody big, that's a bloody big place. You want to go shoot and fish in a barrel. And that's what happens when you, you know, when you really niche and you specify because it's almost impossible not to. Yeah. Um, And that doesn't mean, you know, (laughs) sometimes the whole um, fishing thing can get a little bit complicated because people think, (laughs) right, well, what am I doing? Just clubbing the fish over the head and killing them? No, it's a whole catch and release thing because what you do, you're able to take those fish out of your barrel. Maybe you haven't used the deadly uh, ammunition and you just stunned them, but you take them and put them in your own private lake where they grow Yeah, and then they spawn and they bring other fish in. And that's, you know, it's exactly the same. You know, it's, it's, (laughs) it's how I view it and it's an analogy that, you know, I've been saying for so long now that I think, you know, it, it just makes more and more sense every single time that I, um, I yeah. talk about it. But, uh, but Greg, look, this has been fantastic. Um, I've, yeah, I could go on for another, you know, three days probably. But, um, <laughs> Me too. You know, I know, I know you've got, uh, you've got, you've got clients to serve, you've got things to do. So, um, before we wrap up, do you want to let anyone know who's listening, uh, you know, where, where they can find you? more about what you do if they want to um you know maybe even sort of have a conversation with you and where do they yeah yeah so uh two places our website system.ly um or uh our free facebook group which is if you go on facebook and you search for the scalable service provider um just hop in our free group there's a lot of free training and stuff in there good conversations uh that we are starting (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, those are the two places where I spend, you know, most of my time. So one of those two. 
and yeah we'll put the links to those in the show notes and uh yeah if you're uh, if you're out and about uh, make sure you head over and grab them and you can go over there but um uh, all that's left really greg is to again say a very big thank you and um happy fishing <laughs> thanks adam for having me i appreciate it if you've enjoyed today's episode please help spread the word by telling a friend or simply subscribing and leaving an honest rating and review. It not only helps the show, but it also helps other business owners find the podcast so they too can start to catch more clients. So thanks for listening and see you next time.